Hey guys, today we're digging a little deeper into the problems of our current state of reality. Um, the only thing that we ask is that you come into this with an open mind. This podcast is for anyone who has started to ask questions about reality and has realized that there's too many things that aren't adding up. Today we're going to discuss the major issues concerning things that are affecting us right now, as well as past and future generations of the human race. We'll be oh, talking yeah. about the major issues of our society, the limitations of our education systems, as well as the purpose of the government, politics, and religion. Oh yeah, we're diving deep today, guys. We're, we're covering everything, <laughs> aren't oh, we? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> we are definitely going after it today, and um, I couldn't imagine bringing a better guest with us today than Ken Walker. How are you doing, buddy? And I'm so you are, you, you are, you're, you're giving me way more credit than I'm due. Wait until after the discussion to start complimenting, brother. But... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm doing great. I really appreciate the uh, the invite. And uh, it's been been awesome uh, getting to know kind of you guys through the uh, the core of platform yeah. and listening to your first podcast. And I'm uh, I'm really excited to be a part of this. So thanks yeah. for, for having me on. Core is bringing the people together, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, as a matter of fact, my kind of like dive into spirituality and and self inquiry started with a just a random interaction with somebody on Cora so a couple wow. of years ago so yeah That's yeah believe it or not like yeah it's uh it's it's pretty incredible you know it's funny everybody hates on me for using Cora because ever it's it there's this thing it's like it's Cora versus Reddit and I'm just like guys it's yeah. not even it's not even close everybody's got their favorites yeah but um I think a good place to start this is just by simply stating humanity is going through some shit, guys. I think oh, yeah, we, I think we yeah. can all agree. It's, it's 2020. If you, uh, if, you, if you fall asleep this year, you're going to miss some crazy stuff. Uh, exactly, so it's, uh, exactly. it's total, and, absolute total insanity, and nobody has any idea what's coming next, right. I think, pretty much summarizes it. Right, and, and for the people who aren't uh, as aware and like, awake as, as people like us, like, all they see is chaos, right? Yeah. But, but for us, we're, we're seeing the things going on behind the scenes, and, and there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Yeah, like questioning, analyzing right, what's right, actually right. happening. And to me, like, the, amidst all of this chaos, I'm seeing a lot of good happening from all of this. And, and you know, from the COVID pandemic to the Black Lives Matter situation, it, it looks like a lot of chaos, but those two events have been waking a lot of people up. But I think one of the major issues uh, regarding this awakening is that the vast majority of people who are waking up are they're they're at that surface level where where they can feel that there's something wrong, right? They they can kind of feel like okay, something something's definitely it's definitely wrong with with society, but but they're not getting what the problem is. So, in your guys' estimation, what do you think are some of the major issues that we aren't getting as a society, and uh, what should we be focusing on and learning more about? I have my own answers, but I, I really want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Um, I think, personally, I think it's a lot of people are kind of just accepting that the way that the reality is is just the way that it is, and they don't think that it could be different. I think it's like yeah. when you grow up, like having, like knowing how everything is, you get comfortable in that and you don't want to, I don't know, like expand on anything. Like I have a friend that's very by the book, like she's super Christian, 
plans to like just go to school and kind of like live her life the way that she thinks she's supposed to live her life and anytime I try to talk to her about anything that's not about any of that she like freaks out and she's like I don't like that I don't like that yeah (laughs) you're challenging you're challenging her comfort zones and that's that's tough for people that's uh so many so many of the um you know whether it's a it's a long existing spiritual or religious tradition or even like some of the newer type of uh either channeled information or some of the newer uh metaphysical or spiritual speakers that are on the scene now like you're like i don't know if you guys are familiar with like sad guru or rupert spear or adi ashanti all these guys that are out talking and gathering audiences now um you know they refer to the uh, the present state of reality or this three-dimensional reality as the dream state right this illusion yep. illusory state And so I think what you're talking about, um, August and and Phaedra, what you kind of alluded to as well, is we're in this place right now where the alarm clock is starting to go off, if you will, if we relate this to a a sleep or dreaming state. The alarm clock is buzzing. It's making these annoying sounds. People are kind of just now starting to, in a lot of cases, like shuffle and and rustle out of their comfortable, uninterrupted dream. But they don't yet, they haven't opened their eyes yet, and they don't yet. They haven't identified kind of what is the source of that annoying exactly. sound. Why is it bothering me? And and what do I do in response to it? Like, what do I even begin to do? They've never been in this this awakened state and don't even uh, some most of them don't even understand that it even What's exists. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're in this kind of really interesting <laughs> period now where um, those who have done the 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 um intellectual learning and kind of gotten into the study of either even conspiracy theories or spirituality or any of these kind of truth seeking uh, uh behaviors um are get are understanding kind of the intellectual and the framework aspect of it so they kind of know what's going on behind the scenes and what's maybe coming forward in in the next you know 10 15 20 years for us as best as we can guess right, right. um but but that's like less than one percent of society yeah. right now. So it's so yeah. it's like you're it's almost like you're living in two worlds. You kind of like you understand things are going on a certain way exactly. yourself, and you kind of understand. All right, it's going to be difficult for a while. There's going to be challenges. It's going to be tumultuous, but at least I understand kind of the framework and where this is headed. But for most people, it just it's like it's going to be chaotic, yeah, man. Exactly. Like the, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we're witnessing such a great unraveling, aren't we? And and um, unfortunately for a lot of people, they're they're not ready for it. Um, they they just don't understand like what exactly is happening, um, yeah. especially behind the scenes. And um, I think for me personally, definitely one of the major issues is that people need to understand that there are forces in power who who have such a grip on humanity and they get to decide what humanity gets to experience as a race. And this leads to my next question where whenever you try to talk to people about these groups of controllers, these entities, you're always met immediately with, oh, you're just a a crazy conspiracy theorist. Like someone get him his tinfoil hat, right? How do we get past this perception of just being a crazy conspiracy theorist and how do we get this onto a global scale to where everybody can can agree yes there are <laughs> forces in power who don't have humanity's best interest in mind and and that there is a lot of method to the madness so to speak 
I would say get comfortable being called crazy for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, like with any, with any like major change historically, um, if you look back, the, the first individual to have an insight or a realization or an idea that is a major shift from the current paradigm is always called insane or crazy or ostracized from uh, society in some way. And so, I mean, and this, and this is nothing new. This goes back to like even pre-civilization, like tribal times. So um, that's just, that's the nature of, of significant change in the human, human paradigm where we're very comfortable, much more comfortable staying in, you know, with the way things are and rather than moving into the new. Um, But it goes through phases. So you go through this period where the new idea seems insane and then there starts to become this like observational um, experience and proof. Like there will start to be proofs that come out that not only show the Mm -hmm. controlling aspect of the um, the individuals and the and the elites, if you will, that you're talking about, but also the proofs that show that this increase in conscious awareness and oh by the way the abilities uh, individually and collectively that come along with that increase in, in yes. awareness, which which include things like you know psychic abilities and yeah. clear clairvoyance, clairaudience, uh, poten- potentially like telekinesis and these yeah. kind of things that people have always um, attributed to like. Uh, things like witchcraft, they've demonized these types of of abilities. Well, guess what? People are going to start springing up in society more and more often with the ability to do things that we've always thought were fairy tale. And and only then, only when that starts happening and those people that are so comfortable in their um, prove to me or materialistic type paradigm of everything has to be observed by the five senses and, and measured in order to be believed, guess what? It's coming. And when that happens, then the the widespread acceptance is going to start to slowly catch on. And that's when things don't seem so insane anymore. Right. But that may be, you know, that may be, that may be years, it may be decades, who knows what kind of time frame yeah. we're looking at there. Um, and so I, what I was going to add was, I think a lot of people are being held back by like science and stuff and how, I mean, like we have a lot of, like, I feel like anytime someone starts asking questions, about like our reality and stuff there's always like answers through like psychology biology evolution Mm -hmm. and like oh like someone might say they have like visions and then someone's saying oh well that's a hallucination he's probably schizophrenic like there's always like some type of like scientific answer yeah or like like you just he believes that's true so it's true yeah so i just i think people need to there's like some things that don't even aren't even close to fall in line with science that aren't explained yeah. and then we just have to figure out like we have to find a way to see through the, that there's an, to see through that there's a, a doctor, uh, David Hawkins, a psychologist that he passed away about seven or eight years or so ago, but he put together a series of works that basically um, outlined the what he called the scale of consciousness. So essentially from the lowest level to the highest level of, of spiritual enlightenment, he, he actually developed a thousand point uh, scale to kind of wow. show how individuals, including like those that we see as the great prophets and sages and saints throughout history, um, where they where they sit on that scale, his his own hypothetical or theoretical scale, but also the, more importantly, the processes um, and the practices that are necessary to go through to increase one's place on that conscious scale. 
And what he said about science, exactly what Phaedra's talking about, is that that particular aspect and that belief system, the right. scientific materialistic belief system, is the yeah. most difficult part part on that scale to overcome. Like it's yeah. even harder than the than the the religious um, nature of uh, of belief because it just it, again it relies on. Uh, sensory proof in order to exactly. uh, to build any any type of faith or belief in um, in the way things work. So if it's yeah, not, it's going to be. Yeah. If you can't see it or touch it, it's not science. And, absolutely. Um, yeah. Right now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, totally. And for people who are in the know, you we understand that a lot of the truth of our reality is non-physical. Most and of it, I think. Most of yeah. it, I, I would say, like ninety-nine percent <laughs> of it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the way I understand reality is our entire physical universe existence is just a drop in a in an ocean of universes and realities. And I've heard so, it portrayed as the uh, the tip of the iceberg. Like exactly. we literally are just looking at right. um, the, the 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 very tip of what is being uh, caused as a result of all of these underlying energies that we're just now starting to tap exactly. into. Exactly. And even science itself has already proven that our physical reality is just a small percentage of what's really out there. And yeah. so the analogy I like to use is like for using mainstream material science as the only method of discovering our reality is it's like only using a hammer to build the Eiffel State Tower. You're never going to, <laughs> you're never going to build the Eiffel State Tower with just a hammer. Yeah, it, it's not possible. And so I think that's one of the major issues with us viewing alternative science as not real science, because it, it definitely is. There are so many repeatable uh, studies on, on telepathy and all other kinds of metaphysical um, science, and everybody's under this, this spell, this illusion, if, it, if, you, if it's not physical, it's not real. And uh, it, it's interesting because it's almost these material scientists and material-minded people are so steadfast and like they're clinging onto that belief so heavily. It's it's almost like it's a religious belief, you know. It's like what's the difference yeah. between them and, and religion? They're they're holding so tightly onto this, the limited mind frame, this limited belief that that's holding them back. And um, I it is it is a dogmatic system, just like religion. But there's definite yeah. reasons for it. Um, some of them similar to religion, like the profit motive and the control motive. Um, but you know, the other aspect of it is, it's like this is a this is an institution that we can look back. You know, just over the last two or three hundred years, so if we're talking about science, material science specifically, from the time like Newtonian physics was was initiated. Um, has has become an institution like in itself it is an institution right. and right. so it's developed the all the same types of organized uh, framework and rule sets and everything that if you give up on that or you allow that to be um expanded beyond the realm of measurable then they have to release control and power and authority over that institution so i i get it like i understand why they it's just like the catholic church like they don't want to let go of control or right. power it's, exactly. it's a that's that's human nature we like to be in charge right and like to have power but ultimately i don't think that is going to stop the progress i think what's going to happen is the open-minded individuals are going to make the discoveries and are going to right. then expose that to the world and then science is going to catch up later on i feel like the day science does catch up to metaphysics and in the greater reality i think then will make true strides in technological advancement and, and consciousness advancement, right? Like, 
in, infinite potential, brother. Infinite, like totally, exactly. totally limitless. Like that's what all these, all these. Uh, I don't know if you guys get into like channeled uh, um, books or, or uh, you know, some of the channeling speakers that are out there on the mm-hmm. on the public circuit now. But you know, pretty consistently, the the feedback that they're getting from what are generally labeled like higher conscious entities or extra dimensional entities or what have you. I know this is a stretch in logic and belief for a lot of people, but hey, we're just going to talk about it, right? Yeah. So. Um, is is that um, science is is again as you kind of said is only in its infancy on this planet right now and as as we start to grow and understand energy and ourselves as energy beings in this planet as an energetic uh, entity in itself yeah. and oh by the way conscious entity conscious, not just a, yeah. not just a ball of rock um, and and start to integrate those energies into uh, the, the you know the mind the actual individual human mind actually being able to develop and manipulate what we currently term as physical matter or uh, material matter um, you know again the sky's the limit like you can't even we can't even sit here and and imagine no. the types of uh, technologies and capabilities right. that we're going to be able to grow and develop as that becomes more mainstream it's just so frustrating how humanity is just kept in this tiny little box you know <laughs> we haven't even opened this box yet. And, and everybody, yeah. everybody's stuck in this mindset that this box is all it is. Like, this is it. Yeah. And that's a, there's nothing else outside of this. There is no box. Like, this is everything. And, and it's so not true. Like, we haven't even begun to, to, to see what's, what's outside of this box. And, and yeah. it's just so frustrating. Well, it's like from even like a small age, everyone, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm younger, so I can kind of relate to this more, I guess. But, like, I was always, like, to this day, I'm still trying to figure out, like, what kind of job do I want? You know, like, what kind of job, like, where do I see myself in 10 years? Like, what job do I want? When it's, like, why, like, we have, there's limitless possibilities, you know? Like, I could, we should be in, like, inventing things, like, doing, like, exploring, like, going places. Like, why are we so, um, we're so, like, I don't know how to explain this. We need to be asking <laughs> questions. We need, we need to be, to be questioning questions. reality. We well, to... so here's here's the reality. I think of it is is you guys are at your at your place and time in this society right now are the philosophers of ancient Greece and Rome. Believe it or not, like you are the only ones right now. Not just you two specifically, but right. but the the very small percentage of people in your age group. Um, are are the ones who are are posing those hard questions and are deconstructing the um, the illusion of our present reality. Right. So so get comfortable with that role and that label. I'm not saying you're going to be employed in that capacity or that's how you're going to make your living. But if you if you find that uh, attractive and alluring and something you, that you want to go for right now, as far as again questioning the deeper nature of reality, like that's that's how you're going to be perceived is in that kind of sense. That's the potential is you are going to be perceived kind of in the same light as you think back to like Socrates and Plato and all Aristotle and all the guys that changed society and the way that we look at, you know, the fundamental nature of humanity and government and politics and economics. Like that's, that's what's happening right now. It's a very small percentage of people are starting to, um, to, to question Every, literally everything yes. in in the hopes that we can come up with something that isn't like what we have right now. Right. Um, I mean, because people like us understand that this isn't everything, and and yeah. a lot of what we're told it isn't true reality. It's, everybody's just under this spell 
that's that's why I started writing and 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 interested in doing podcasts like this because I'm we're trying to break this spell that humanity's under. There's a reason though that that only a certain only a few um, awaken to it first, and then the uh, the light expands, if you will, as things go forward. That's a that's a longer discussion in itself, but um, but it's purposeful. It's this is this is the way that uh, planets and uh, civilizations, if you will, supposedly. This is this is me echoing uh, sentiment from various other uh, sources, but um, this is not unique to Earth by any means. This is the way that civilizations evolve, um, and it, it you're right. It is frustrating, kind of for those at the leading edge, but just recognize that it is purposeful, and um, you know, your all your efforts are not going to be for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so. And trying to explain this to my parents i was like yeah i'm gonna have a podcast where i talk about um spirituality the government <laughs> politics <laughs> my mom's like that sounds like very controversial things do not talk about uh, <laughs> don't let them don't let them shut yeah, you down yeah, Pedro. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> it's so funny she that's told awesome me, she, whenever she walks into the room with her mom she's like Mom's like, no, not today. We're not talking uh, today. It's not, <laughs> not happening. <laughs> that's so funny. I, you know, I've seen something that says that uh, those those that are waking up essentially, they are put in the families and the friend groups that they are for a very specific reason. So yes. that you know, you may be frustrated about the fact that nobody else around you in your physical presence is uh, understanding or accepting or interested, but you're there to essentially be that way shower exactly. or that source exactly. of light for them. So that was something I've I've had to wrestle with for so long and, and finally come to an understanding because I come from I'm exactly in that position. Yeah. No one in my family is even close to being on this level of consciousness and yeah. whenever I try to open up to them as well, it's just like, Oh, okay, here he goes again. Like, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever August. Great. Let, let's let's keep hating Trump now. Let's go <laughs> let's go back to fucking <laughs> hating on Trump and talking about politics and that. It just... We we can't we can't force anybody, right? All we right. can do is is continue our search and become what we're gonna become and hope that they see that example and choose at some point in the near or perhaps distant future to follow some of it. Right. But we can't we can't force anybody to change. Like the nature of free will is universal. That applies to every sentient being throughout exactly. all of creation. So we cannot we do not have the ability to um, you know to to purposely or negatively override an individual's free will. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What I do now with my friends and family is I'll just I'll like I'll plant little seeds here and there. I'll, I'll, I'll there you go. I'll ask a little question that'll that'll get them thinking, and, and yeah, I'll say a statement that'll just get them. Okay, like that's yeah. interesting, and then I'll leave it at that. And like <clears throat> you're 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 creating more change than you realize just by doing that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so one of the major issues that I see uh, that's creating this situation, I think a lot of it stems from our educational system. I believe we aren't being taught all of the necessary things that we should be taught about. I mean, mm-hmm. we we don't learn about spirituality or metaphysics or or the greater reality of existence and we don't the masses don't even know the greater reality exists. Yeah. How much is our current educational system affecting generation after generation of people in how we get to perceive and understand our reality? Um, I yeah, think it's um, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Fader. 
They, I mean, okay, so a lot of school systems nowadays are taking away, like, the arts. Like, they're not funding um, mm, the arts, yeah, which wow. is full That's of, like, creativity and stuff and helping kids, you know, think outside the box. Yeah, they see it as a waste. I think just taking away the arts in general is, yeah. like, causing people to just think, you know, like, in straight lines. Like, they're not able to, you know, really consider other types of ways of living um i i was i also made some notes that i think i I, like lately i've been kind of considering things that probably could have been useful to learn about and i was thinking like maybe learning about how like our senses better like how to really you know like max out how much we can use our senses like like other than sight because we do rely on sight a lot but i think with hearing like if we like continue to like try to work towards using our senses it would and maybe helping our physical health and stuff like evolutionary growth and stuff but i think right now we're getting so lazy with everything with like our technology and everyone's kind of just sitting on their asses and just <laughs> watching like tv all the time like i don't think anyone's really considering how much don't get me started on tv <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason why they call it tv programs right yeah well and another thing was i i was sitting outside my house one day and i was listening to the birds just like chirping and stuff and i was thinking i'm like you know we the human race is like very unique in a way that we can mimic noises and we can mimic like other animals and stuff and we should be able to communicate with animals i think not by now but like Yes. Next couple of centuries or something. If we work towards it, you know, like yeah. we should be to understand animals and be able to communicate with them. I, mean, I believe there are highly intuitive and telepathic people now yeah, who can have absolutely. telepathic yeah. communication. With there, animals. there are classes here in the UK, as a matter of fact, for folks to actually learn that that animal or nature-based spiritual connection for, yes. for increasing communication. So wait, that's awesome. That's a thing over there. Holy shit. <laughs> Yo, do you guys in the yeah, UK? It's, I don't think it's very. I don't think it's very popular, but <laughs> no, I, I think I, it's looking at my analytics from my writing on Quora. A lot of my followers are from the UK, and yeah, the UK is is kind of from a, a uh, religious and acceptance standpoint. Um, I would say more merged into the uh, the. Uh, atheistic and or agnostic and or just universal acceptance much sooner than the u.s has the u.s i think is is still very slow to go through that uh maturation process in my opinion it's because the the programming and the the indoctrination is just it's so bad over here it's so bad i yeah so frustrating too well, I think, and so that that to your original question on why why isn't this this stuff that we now understand and know to be truer than what we've been taught? Why isn't why isn't it anywhere in our educational system? And I think the the framework is we were founded as a specifically as a uh, you know a Christian nation, and so even though we purport ourselves to be um, universally accepting of all practices and religions. In reality, that's not the way that we actually operate. And that includes with regard to the subject matter and the, the uh, information that's passed on to our kids in our educational system. You know, there's, um, there's several examples. We've even had like, uh, 
We've had Indian gurus or sages come over to the United States with huge followings. We've had uh, like Yogananda, uh, Ramana Maharishi, Osho in the uh, even as recently as like the 80s and 90s time frame. Um, and generally what happens is these guys come over and they they find a following like there's plenty of of interested Americans, if you will, who want to learn about higher spiritual truth. And they, they join the, the movement, if you will. You know, those outside the movement generally refer to them as cults or, or what have you. But um, but it's not that there aren't interested people. It's just that the um, acceptability with integrating that information into our existing system arch- architecture has has always met with very strong resistance. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and it, and it still does to this day. People in the U.S., they're so hostile to and it, it's never yeah. they're never it, it's hard to find someone who's open to even discuss these kind of things well if you if you if you look back to the i think i remember you saying in your last podcast that you have you have a uh, christian upbringing right yeah. so um if you look back to you know what is at least purported by christianity as the, the highest enlightened man that ever walked the face of the planet he came in at a time and tried to instruct in a time when he got exactly the same response that you're talking about right. like exactly. the the hebrews the 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 judaic religion of the day looked at his teachings and said that's insane there's no way that right. god is or love is or the kingdom of heaven is inside a man or what have you so right. He was he was treated exact with hostility and violence and ultimately led to his death in the same exact way that you're talking about. Now it's not as hopefully not as um, violent or aggressive a response today as what we're talking about, but the but the underlying response and and energy that is behind even that same type of uh, situation two thousand years ago is, has not changed. I get met with hostility a lot. <laughs> a lot of yeah. a lot of people get angry with me and they yeah. say the nastiest things <laughs> but luckily i mean just looking at how people respond to some of this information this awakening is really happening and oh yeah way more people are open and accepting than i was ever expecting before i started writing yeah um, so it, it is a beautiful thing minds minds will be changed slowly but as they yeah. change the um i think the i think what's going to occur is kind of like the snowball effect is it, it seems like it's very small and moving slowly now, but yeah. where there's going to be there's going to be a time where we look at the at the momentum and go, holy crap, where did right. that come from? Right, right, right. <laughs> and and I'm just happy to to contribute to it. You know, yeah, it makes me feel good that we can do something. You know, and, and without a doubt, not enough people are. And so I'm hoping podcasts like this and groups like like ours, we can inspire others to to question things and voice their opinions and just stop sticking to the status quo because the status quo is what got humanity here and humanity is not in a good state right now and it's going to take people like us to wake us up from this minds minds will be changed slowly but as they change the um i think the i think what's going to occur is kind of like the snowball effect is it it seems like it's very small and moving slowly now, but yeah. where there's going to be there's going to be a time where we look at the at the momentum and go, holy crap, where did right. that come from? Right, right, right. <laughs> and and I'm just happy to to contribute to it. You know, yeah, it makes me feel good that we can do something. You know, and, and without a doubt, not enough people are. And so I'm hoping podcasts like this and groups like like ours, we can inspire others to to question things and voice their opinions and just stop sticking to the status quo because the status quo is what got humanity here and humanity is not in a good state right now 
and it's going to take people like us to wake us up from this. And um, Well, and I think so many are looking at the circumstances of today's events as um, tumultuous and chaotic and negative, and, and they are, I mean, given our, our definitions of those terms, right. but we need to, from a, a kind of higher reality, spiritual, whatever you want to call it, perspective, understand that these are the catalysts that are going to be necessary right. to to jostle many folks awake. Like you, you didn't take that. Phaedra didn't need that necessarily, but there are people today that haven't, they just haven't gotten to that place of discomfort in their existential reality where they're ready to, to, to jump into something new. So, um, so the chaos is, is difficult and challenging, but it's absolutely necessary. All the chaos, we're, we're like a, a butterfly in, in the cocoon, right? Like at the end, yeah. at the end of it, it's something so beautiful, and I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I can see it happening. I visualize it every day. New Earth now, new Earth now. Yeah, <laughs> just that, just that mental visualization, dude, makes so much difference to any any type of like positive focus in a time of difficulty right, or negative right, exactly. negativity makes a big big difference yeah and people aren't getting how powerful we are in consciousness our thoughts are literally energy and it doesn't just exist in our head when we think something it, it, it sends out this energy vibration that adds to the collective consciousness of humanity people need to understand who and what we are we aren't just humans There's... I think there's a good reason so many gravitate to things like the uh, the Star Wars series, talking exactly. about use, using the Force yeah. and that kind yes, of thing. You yes, know, yes, yes, like yes. like people know at their core, they have this sense that these types of uh, abilities and that type of thing exist, but they're exactly. scared to they're scared to just outright come out and say that they believe that they exactly. do, so they can they can express that belief in a in a fictional movie. You know? I think a lot of, of these sci-fi movies and worlds they're being drawn from their subconscious memories and they don't even know yeah. that you know oh, yeah. they they have no idea but 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 yeah, deep, like, deep down with, like thought and stuff it's like you you okay it's hard to like get original thoughts usually it's from something like you get mm -hmm. it from, i don't know like, no that, yeah we're we're know. all pulling from the collective consciousness as well as higher realities beyond earth's yeah. consciousness yes, so yes. Um, to say that there are no new thoughts, I'm, you know, I'm not sure whether or not that's the case. It seems to me that creation is infinite and uh, ever expanding. So that to me would include the nature of thought as well. But I also think that we are absolutely tapped into, uh, you know, every other atom and every other being in the entire creation ex of existence. So it stands to reason we would be pulling some information from them as well. Right. To expand on what Phaedra is saying, see, these forces in power know about our power and consciousness and yeah. they figure out very clever ways to control our subconscious in yeah. a way to to where we are thinking their thoughts and we are manifesting the reality they want you know through media through education through science through everything and they they found ways to cleverly program us and, and to get us thinking what they want us to think Instead just of distraction. distraction, you know, that's all they really all they have to do is just keep you distracted. Not even exactly. doesn't even have to be on, on necessarily negative or low energy type things. But um, but certainly that helps, I guess, I'm, from their standpoint. Uh, taking this to spiritual aspects, can in, in your estimation, what is the difference between religion and spirituality? 
Oh, wow. What a big question, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that and I was like, oh, I want to hear the answer to this. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good one. So um, I, I guess here's, here's how I would couch that. How We were talking a little bit before about the evolution of consciousness, right? The notion that an individual can actually evolve not just their knowledge in one physical incarnation, but their actual scope and capacity of awareness, right? That's not, that is not a commonly understood or articulated viewpoint within the modern uh, scientific or medical or psychological community. Um, but as we start to accept that, that to me is what the overlay of spirituality is founded on, on just that developmental aspect that we are here to learn and mature and grow and develop and essentially as i think the way you put it in your last podcast is we are we are men or men and women becoming god or gods yes. essentially as as controversial as that may seem to a lot of folks that adhere to a different idea of what what the god or the deity is um that's what we're here to do folks so um so get comfortable with it because that's where we're going <laughs> and if you're not and if you're not start looking into it because that's what this is all about yeah, totally. religion is um is to me is the the series of rules guidelines architectures traditions etc that are are developed as a result of generally one enlightened being reach a uh, reaching certain types of realization or understanding within the context of a specific culture uh, or nation or community and trying to relay as best they can those concepts to the people of the day. Right. What happens, unfortunately, though, is that that religion gets um, not only does it get um, manipulated yes, and yes, yes. Uh, changed, significantly changed over time. Like right. we can look at just we can look, not to not to keep picking on Christianity, but look, we can look at Christianity. We can actually find where it still has elements of uh, Judaism, it has elements of paganism, it has elements of the Hellenic um, religious traditions, Roman religion. So there's there's like five or six different religious practices, all that have kind of become this hybrid that now we're saying are all the teachings of one individual man, and that's just simply not the case. Right. So um, I think, unfortunately, what happens is they get, um, from a standpoint of religion, is they get... Um, codified into the system of beliefs that then people cling to mm -hmm. and then as soon as you do that you stop advancing you stop developing as soon as you as soon as you say these are my beliefs and nothing can challenge these beliefs you no longer evolve on the right. developmental scale it's, it's of another box yeah that's right so um the two can overlap like like one can be religious and spiritual or one can practice right. Uh, religious tradition and still be an evolving and developing spiritual being. But unfortunately, I think right now, uh, those that are doing, you know, exactly that are probably in the minority. We mentioned just a second ago how um, spirituality, uh, other than religion, is, is really just stepping into your 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 true divinity, your your yeah. one one with all that is. And right. um, people label people who see that as new age spirituality, but this is true spirituality. And this spirituality has existed long before religion ever became a thing. Um, you look back to like, like teachings in ancient Egypt, and this is, you can, you can extract these same types of concepts five and six and 7,000 years ago 
Um, and now it's being called new age. This stuff is not new age. Exactly. The Mayans practiced it. The Incas right. practiced it. The, yeah. the Native Americans and the Australian Aboriginals have been practicing this stuff for thousands Absolutely. of years. Absolutely. Yet we look at it now because we've had this overlay of very codified and specific beliefs that um, that that are challenged by this information. And we look at it now and go, oh, this is this is new and different. Right. <laughs> only, right. Exactly. O- only to only to our infantile minds. But yeah, this has existed forever. And um... yeah. I'm just hoping it's it's going to be the snowball effect, and and I see it happening, and it's such a wonderful thing, and I, I hope the rest of the world will will catch up to us soon. <laughs> you know, like, I I think like we were talking about before the the show today, um, you know, it's it's just going to be a matter of getting to the point where these conversations are natural and easy, and not so focused on like the um esoteric or metaphysical type principles we've got to bring the discussion into the common lingo and the common you know you on social media and you know using core as a platform and this podcast all those types of things are exactly how this is going to happen so you're you're both of you guys are in the the right time in the right place and doing the right things to oh, make yeah. it happen i was going to say i think a lot of it is just kind of reasoning with people like getting them to realize that like the way that they're living is not the way that they have to live. Yeah. 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 Just, just introducing an option, really just saying, look, you know, do you, do you even, have you ever even thought about the possibility that, that there may be more there, there's other higher level experience that you could be having. Right. And it's all about expanding consciousness, right? Everybody is so willing to just, to stick, stick to what they know and, and stick to their lane. And, and, and they're like, they're like horse blinders, right? They're just, got to go to work, got to go to church, got to do this, but, but they don't want to look at anything else. They, they don't want to see anything else. And, and Just that word alone is scary, I think, consciousness, because people don't, I mean, they think of it and they go, okay, well, consciousness is just my, when I'm, you know, they think of it maybe in terms of when I go to the, the doctor or dentist and I'm put under, I'm unconscious, right? right. Or if I, exactly. if I drink too much or take, take a lot of drugs, then I, I change my, all, my state of consciousness, that kind of thing. But that's about as far as probably the majority uh, of folks on this planet right now can really conceptualize what, what consciousness really is. And even within scientific uh, contexts, you know, we've known for over a hundred years that a conscious observation of a subatomic experiment changes, changes it, yeah. the outcome of the experiment. But yet when you listen to modern current day astrophysicists and physicists and, and um, you know, astro astro engineers, the folks that are doing the experimentation and the research on those very same subjects they don't talk about consciousness at all like there is no discussion about or experimentation that i can find that is extensive and publicly broadcast about how the mind influences our reality it's just not there they're there and i don't know if that's fear or i don't know if it's the fact that they're not being sponsored by the right commercial entities or or corporate institutions that fund the the latter yeah yeah probably so um there's a show on Netflix called The OA. It's like a fictional um, TV series. I've seen a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, like, they talk about, like, the one of the main characters is trying to, like, figure out what consciousness is, or consciousness is and um, trying to, he, like, what's it called? The near-death experiences, like, studies near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, just watching that show helped me kind of consider or um, question consciousness and like figure out maybe like what it, what consciousness means to me 
And I know that show actually got canceled, which I thought was kind of interesting. <laughs> it's getting too it close. Is, it is. <laughs> too, too <laughs> but, it, but I do think it's encouraging to see how many new TV shows and movies and, and yes. how much is now coming out that really does kind of touch on yeah. those um, those concepts and those subjects. You know, the whole uh, The Matrix series, yeah. I know, is even still popular and, and widely discussed within um, you know, reality or truth-seeking type circles because it is probably so much more, in my opinion, uh, closely aligned Absolutely. to the way that, that reality really works than this this hard physical separated reality right. that we've been brought up in. So um, it's great to see those things. Like movies like uh, uh, Inception and Avatar and all those ones that are talking about, like, you know, using using consciousness to do more than we know we can right now or transferring consciousness to another entity or being i mean look these are these are are very difficult uh topics for a lot of people to understand or accept but um bringing them into the popular culture i think is is definitely going to be one avenue that that's going right, to happen right. there's a lot of disclosure in the matrix like a lot of disclosure yeah. in the matrix oh, yeah. people yeah. don't want to admit how real <laughs> a lot of that actually is yeah, it's um, a it's a, a pretty enlightened look, I think, at uh, at how things are stru really structured. I love how you know there are people in power who do want to expand people's consciousness and wake people up, if you will. And and movies and TV shows are, are definitely an an avenue they use to to do that. Yeah. So that's that's a beautiful thing in itself. And um, yeah, it's a it's like you said, it's a battle going on on both sides, the the light and the dark, if you want exactly. to see it that way. And uh, certainly, there are people on there are people in media and and in government and what have you that are are you know fighting for the the force of good, if you will, as well. So we can't necessarily say that everybody in that uh, those infrastructures are, uh, are are on the bad side, if you will. What is the purpose in your guys' estimation of government and politics? Because People have this idea that government politics gives us, they kind of think it's it's for the people and it's good for us and it's it's what we need and it's, but to me it's, it seems the only purpose of politics and government is really to divide us and segregate us and keep us arguing one side against the other, my politician against your politician. It's never about unity and oneness and do do we need politics and government? Um, uh, I, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, I was gonna say I think politics to me is more of a distraction yeah. for people. Like it, it distracts people from you know, like actually figuring out what the true problems are that are happening around them, or it's also a way for people to kind of um, it. I feel like government makes people reliant and gullible and um, instead of like keeping, like figuring out things for themselves or, you know, putting things in their, to their own hands. Like I, with the Black Lives Matter movement, I noticed a lot of people were trying to donate money or signing petitions and they weren't, they didn't know where they were donating their money. Not really. Right. Like you can, like, I think the George Floyd GoFundMe had like $14 million, but George Floyd didn't meet that GoFundMe. Someone who maybe faked, like said that it was his sister made it, but someone's fit $14 million richer. Right, 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 right. Instead of like people getting a group together and maybe physically rebuilding these, you know, like these black communities up, they're trying to put it into the government's hands. And it's just like you, 
as people, like, we have so much more power than what the government has. Like, we could do so much more for each other, but no one does because we rely so much on the government. Yeah, I think that's what the, uh, a lot of that type of realization has come out of this uh, COVID-19 situation where people are understanding not only, that's the great thing about this, you know, I don't want to say the, you know, the, the virus has been a positive thing for humanity, but we can look at it and say, what, what good, what positives have come out of this? One of them is exactly what you're talking about, Phaedra, where people are starting to realize, wait a minute, our governments in the U.S. and as well here in the U.K. and, and others around the world, we can look at the circumstances that the decision-making processes that they went through in the first month or so of this uh, and look at them now and analyze them and say, what a complete cluster. Like they, they had completely lost control, discounted the authorities, failed to act in time. They took certain, uh, uh, many, many actions that probably have led to many more cases and perhaps deaths that didn't have to happen if, if things had been more um, tightly controlled and uh, uh, you know we actually had some authoritative decision-making in place. In addition to that, though, to your larger question about what is the purpose of government, um, do we need it? Is it something that we can live without? I think I think probably within today's um, conscious level, aggregate conscious level of humanity, I, I think we need some type of organizing uh, authoritative entity to uh, operating as a as a uh, an overarching or organizing, um, uh, you know, focal point or central point. But I do think that, again, as part of this conscious upgrade or, or ascension or, or transcendence uh, process that we're all going through, what we're seeing in the polarization and the conflict and the lack of productivity and the mistakes that are being made in all of our world governments right now, people are looking at that and going, wait a minute, yeah. why, why do I trust these authority figures to decide and run my lives why do they get to, to say what i spend money on or how how i'm fo- how, where my attention is focused or uh how i'm going to behave during a, a national or a global pandemic for example like why why do i give these people um, my own power and authority and i think that very series of that question by itself um is going to lead a lot of people into the the self-inquiry and, and um and, and self-development process that's what I was saying earlier, and it, I, there is a lot of good that's happening underneath it all. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that a lot of us not give in to the fear associated with all of this chaos. Absolutely, um, yeah. People just need to know that there's just there's just so much more going on behind the scenes, and, and almost nothing is what it seems at, at this point. There's there's plenty of aspects of that fear I think that are purposeful uh, yeah. that we that we do and some that we probably still don't know about maybe more that we don't know about actually but um, and then there are aspects of it that are just as a result of negligence or oversight or what have you but regardless I think you're absolutely right is that the more people see evidence of circumstances that lead to fear or that are causing fear in the larger society um they're they're being offered a choice they're being offered a choice do i want to cling to that and operate off of that as my day-to-day conscious existence or or am i going to take charge of my own thoughts and emotions um and and try to find some way to increase my general state of being yeah and, and that's a good point taking charge of my thoughts and my emotions because people aren't understanding that there is an agenda with these events yeah. With, with the Black Black Lives Matter, 
everybody's so quick to, to support black black lives matter black lives matter but they're not getting that they're they're contributing to this agenda and, and this agenda is to keep us divided now now we have yeah. a racial war now it's black right. versus white all lives matter you know we all matter it shouldn't be black versus white it shouldn't be about race we need to look past such egocentric fear-based you're contributing to the problem in, in my they, um they say well black lives have to matter before all lives matter like they like it's like exactly pushing this problem and it's up but it's like this problem has been going on for decades centuries like yeah the government have i mean there's government there's the people that are in high power that have all this money that could easily fix these problems and aren't and it's like we should be, I mean, it should be the people versus the government, not white people versus black people. Yeah. Well, I think what you're going to see, you, you hit the nail on the head, Phaedra, when you talk about the, the length of time, if you will. These, these are all historical situations that have not ever been really resolved. Yeah. And so I think we should all expect to see a kind of cyclical repetition of those types of um, ongoing historical issues. Like we've, you know, we've seen the... Uh, the male-female, um, the the battle between the sexes, if you will, has played out over the last several centuries in just our country alone, with the the rights to vote and the uh, reproductive uh, rights, and uh, the um, now with the latest with uh, employment, uh, fairness in employment and hiring practices, and then also the uh, uh, sexual assault and and that kind of thing that's been going on these last several years. I would absolutely expect that that scenario that um specific situation to continue to emerge over the next several years in our in our national uh, media interest because it it causes such a um uh immediate reaction really on on both sides male and the female and through all races and classes of people so uh, i think we're going to see all of these issues continue to to play out in many different ways because exactly what you guys said is that they cause fear and divisiveness and that's really all it takes yeah, we need to start looking at the source of all of this fear and divisiveness. There is a source to it all. And um, Yeah. Well, do you want to stay on, on when you when you answer that question, do you want to stay here in the material plane or do you want to go beyond it? Because that because the, the answer to that could go much further than Oh, let's go <laughs> just, beyond it. We're diving deep, guys. We're diving deep. <laughs> because there is well, so I mean, much more, right? Well, so let's let's see if we can give you the the the, the the quick summary answer, if you will, within you know within the the Christian faith, they say it's Lucifer or Satan, right? Is the is the uh, the overarching evil entity that causes all uh, negativity or evil within within the world, right? Mm -hmm. But as simplistic as that example might sound to people, like the reality of it is, from a spiritual perspective, is all creation requires just like just like electricity requires a a positive polarity and a negative polarity in order to generate any type of motive force or any type of movement so all creation requires what we would what we would probably term as positive and negative or potentially even good and bad energies mm -hmm. so all of the negative things that have been happening on this planet throughout the history of of human civilization although they appear um, at first glance to be negative every single one of them has generated some type of positive movement as well in people that respond to it and say I don't want to live that way or or I'm not going to run my nation this way or I'm not going to be a part of this type of uh, behavior or activity or what have you yeah that, that's right that's right so 
each one of those negative events creates a a choice in not only individuals but in in larger communities societies and nations as well um and so we can't necessarily look at them as um as uh something we want to completely get rid of if you if you get rid of all of the negative polarity within the creation if we're saying this is an energetic holographic realm and you get rid of all negative polarity you have no creation at that that's point right. so that's very true. I mean, <laughs> so as hard as it is to see people suffer and see us go through this difficulty we also need to respect the fact that this is a natural evolutionary process of the human um human nature and the human consciousness, consciousness. and we're, and and we have to go through these um, these tumultuous experiences in order to right. uh, to get to higher levels and more more loving or more connected levels of being. Absolutely. That's such a great point, too. And, I mean, that's why we're here, right? To experience this game that we're all playing. It's, it's the yeah. game called the evolution of human consciousness. You got it, brother. Right. And, <laughs> and yeah, absolutely. You're, you're totally right. And, and I enjoy seeing the unraveling of it all. And, and yeah, like you said... There is a purpose to the negative negativity, and and we're we're getting there, guys. We're definitely getting there. And uh, yeah, that's that's I think where the focus has to keep coming back to is if if in any way we as individuals, especially those that are waking up to the truth, can look at the the little a little bit higher perspective than where we stand right now. Just take a moment, step back, and look at it and go, how how significant is this really, or how bad is this really, or how much does this really truly affect me in my in my day to day life and existence? Um, not to say we should always have a self focus, but really realizing the negative things that are being tossed about in the global community right now. Sometimes we don't have to participate in those in those uh, stories just because they're out there, right? We can we can we can continue to focus on the wonderful and and positive and um, and, and, and good, if you will, aspects of our lives and maintain that, that inner peace and, sure. and keep moving forward in our developmental process. Um, and just recognize that doing that as well on a larger scale collective energy perspective is making a difference. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. True. And I, but I think it's also really important that we do focus on, uh, the negative aspects just because, I feel like, especially with these spiritual teachers, and they they all preach love and forgiveness, and and yeah. and you know if if you're not looking at the negativity, and I'm not looking at the negativity, then then who is? You know, like if you're, yeah, you're right. You're you you're absolutely right. If you're not if you're not if you're not focused on it, there's no reason to be uh, to be ascending at all. Like if right. if they if you don't if you don't peer into the the darkness at all you don't necessarily understand or know, or know that it exists there's no reason to uh to do anything about it right. even with regard to personal spiritual practice so you, you nailed it man but the the difficulty i think is that there is such a thing as um veering too far into the darkness sure. if you will and, and it's mm-hmm. it's achieving achieving that balance at an individual yes. level i think is going to be really important as we go forward yes yeah it really is a balance too, right? Some yeah. days I wake up, I'm like, yo, I feel so good. This is great. We're waking up, <laughs> right? And then the next day I'm like, fuck, this shit's a mess. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> You're absolutely right. Like even just think about that again, even under, even starting to understand what's really going on at the deeper level. If you as an individual can go through that level of uh, roller coaster ride, what are, what are unawakened or unaware souls dealing with right now? You right. Know? Right. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the, 
Um, again, to, re- to refer back to the uh, Christianity or biblical aspect, the, the, the Revelations refers to the time of Armageddon. And I, you know, I tend to think, hey, if we're not there now, we're, we're going to probably live through at least some portion of that, uh, that, that forecast. But I don't, think it's, I don't think it's the way it's been interpreted uh, at large over time. I think the Armageddon, if you will, is going to be what you just talked about. It's going to be the battle between um, good and, and bad or, or love and, and disunity at the individual level. Right. And, the, the, and the judgment day that's referred to at the end of it, I don't think it's going to be some you know, big distant entity in the sky judging each one of us as individuals. I think it's going to be the individual making right. the judgment of which direction am I going to go, light or dark? Like that's it. Which 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 way am I going to choose to to live my life and uh, and follow my existence? So, um, man, it's exciting times. You can't yeah, you can't really say is. it's boring. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so how do we get there? We're we're in a world full of division and segregation and competition. How it seems like achieving this one united oneness. For all of humanity, is it, it seems like a dream, almost like it's impossible to get to. Looking at it from from an unawakened perspective, especially when I try to talk to this stuff about people, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's that's a dream. That that, that it's nice yeah. to think about that kind of stuff. It's never going to happen." And right. and, I, and I I don't want their thoughts to influence mine. But sometimes when I sit back, I'm just like, "Man, a lot of good things are happening." But I look around; it doesn't seem like shit's changing. Sometimes, you know, like. <laughs> Like it, it kind of does seem like it's just a dream, you know. So, so how do we get there? How do we get to unity and oneness and, and understanding that we're all connected? Right there? Um, the first thing would probably you need to get people to realize that they they want a change. Yeah. Because I, I think that's like the first step is getting people to not only realize that like they're the the way that they're living is not the best way they could be living but then also like getting them to realize that change is an option and it is always an option live in the same way that our ancestors have lived yeah right i think it's because people think that there's no other way to live except this like right now um so yeah it's i think people understand that we have options you know like we we don't (laughs) this doesn't have to be it (laughs) i think that i think i i don't know I'm very with the like the physical, the material, like all that stuff. I think people, in order to, I, I don't know. I think everyone's very by the book right now. And if they realize, like, I mean, there's there's so many people that have thought of different ways that we could be living with, like, in our government. Like, there's a ton of different solutions, and people just are like so quick to be like, well it is what it is like our government's a rapist or our our president's a rapist like what are we going to do about it like you know it's just i think people need to start realizing that they have a choice let me offer one example with regard to um the the proof of concept that we were talking about earlier on in the discussion so like in the uh in the medical community um if someone had suggested we'll say 15 or 20 years ago um to your average nurse or physician that um, energetic healing was um, was real or or possible and eventually will be integrated with physical uh, standard practice medicine they probably would have laughed at you however uh, we're now in 2020 and i'll tell you that the uh, the u.s veterans administration is sending 
wounded veterans, psychologically wounded veterans to uh, Reiki energy healers for treatment because the the statistics are showing that the benefits from that are just as efficacy, have just the same efficacy as um, the uh, trauma-based treatments that are being provided by mental health practitioners. So holy crap, like we now have the U.S. government now yes. sending, paying to send troops to uh, to spiritual energy healers, essentially, yeah. which is to the modern equivalent of a, an ancient shaman, if you will, kind of the same type concept. Um, and that's going to grow, man, because I'll tell you from my own personal practice, we haven't really gotten into the healing discussion, but that stuff is real. And it's and it's practicable, not only at a, um, a professional, so somebody who goes through like years and years of, of uh, training and that kind of thing, but an individual. We talked yeah. about the power of thought, like an yes. individual can actually have huge effects on their own state of physical and mental health just through their own thought processes. So as that type of thing becomes more and more um, uh, exposed and, and public knowledge and that kind of thing, I think things like that are, are is what's going to solidify in people's minds that there is something worth um, researching and, and learning here. Yeah. Like they're going to have to see, in so many cases, they're going to have to see a, a five cents based physical change or effect that is instituted as a result of some type of higher energy. And when they start seeing that, I think the... Right. Um, the outcomes are gonna are gonna start to, to yeah. flow. Yeah, I have an interesting story of, of this guy I was listening to. Um, this was the guy who uh, was in the military, and um, he had his spiritual awakening in the military, and mm, uh, he wow. realized he realized quickly that he was not doing what he was meant to do. And yeah. uh, once he learned uh, the power of consciousness and thought, he was literally able to manifest arthritis in his hand just by thinking of it every day i have arthritis i have a problem with my hand and eventually yeah. he manifested this this um symptom that was verifiable by doctors to the point where they they were able to discharge him medically and Isn't that he crazy? Was, yeah so he manifested wow. arthritis in his hand um, yeah. was able to get discharged from the military so he could pursue his his real purpose his real path so and so hypochondria, which is, you know, essentially somebody who worries and fears about medical uh, disorders and that kind of thing all the time is a, is a real, is a like, real thing. Yes. real thing, like not only, not only just like, just like theoretical, but it's now we know we can understand from an energetic perspective of why that actually happens. Yeah. Like you really, no kidding, can, can cause yourself illness and exactly. sickness and injury and that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. yeah, it works both ways for sure. Totally. And um, from what I learned, a lot of things that happen to us physically are manifestations of our thoughts and beliefs and and not even just from this life from past life traumas and, and un, un um, acknowledged or unprocessed uh, things that happen to their past life can manifest physical symptoms in their current life and, um, without a doubt like these are all the, the physical structure is essentially a projection of the mind's current state right. so um, it's, you know, the body, in my opinion, is a, um, it's just a, it's like a, it's like a, uh, uh, display in the, in the front of the, the space shuttle, if you will, it just giving you indicators as to the current state of your overall vehicle, yes. including your, your energy being and, and your soul, if you will, if you pay attention to it and you, and you address it, then you can correct the problems before they become, right. um, debilitating or, or worse. Um, but if you don't, and you don't know how, which most people don't know how, using things other than the current medical system, then right. you just continue to continue to go down the same road. Exactly. So, 
Um, and we haven't even gotten into discussing like uh, internal shadow work and uh, right. personal uh, personal energy cleansing and that yeah. kind of thing. But but I think that's going to become those types of things are going to become a lot more commonly known and understood yeah. and common practice as people start to understand more what it takes to uh, to resolve exactly what you're talking about, like those past life and uh, and childhood traumas and all the things that cause us essentially to feel separate from our source, like right. you have to go through a process of uh, willfully removing or cleansing those energies from your, from your internal being. And um, it's, you know, so there's a lot of knowledge that comes along with exactly how to do that. And, uh, and it's not an easy process, no, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because people are still stuck in the perception that we are our bodies. Like, this is it. I'm, I'm just yeah. a human. I'm just August. That's all I am. Just this yeah. human alone on a rock, <laughs> like nothing else, <laughs> you know. And and uh, it, it's great seeing all of these alternative medical science and healing coming coming to light and on a on a bigger scale. And um, yeah, a lot it of people is. I know have been getting learning about great key and stuff like that, and all this energy mm-hmm. work, and it, it, it's just awesome to see that see that happen. Yeah. Again, I think you guys' generation are going to be maybe the first that is. Um, uh, more, more often than not, so more individuals than not open to the possibility. They may not understand it at first, but at least being open-minded enough to, um, to, uh, accept the possibility, if you will. Um, you know, we know the, the generation, the, the post-war generation, absolutely not. You know, my generation, the generation X, I'm probably a a good, what, 20, 25 years older than you guys. Um, (laughs) I I think we're kind of at the in-between state where some of us are clinging to the, you know, the baby boomer mentality. And some of us are trying to step ahead and go, there's gotta be more than this, but I think it's still kind of a mix, but with you, you know, like the, the millennial and certainly like I've got an eight year old daughter and, and she's like, dude, tell me everything. I want to know all about my spirit and what healing is all about. And I just want to, I just want to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. And she talks to, she talks to her, her fellow uh, kids at school about this kind of stuff too. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot of my friends are, I'm pretty, they're pretty open to a lot of like stuff that's, you know, and stuff. And I've noticed, um, I'm on dating apps and mostly people will put spirituality as their religion. Which I think is wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So it's becoming much more like if you would have said that 50 years ago, people would have been like, oh, you're a witch or you're a, yeah. you know, black magic or wow. whatever. But now, you know, now people understand or, or maybe they would have thought like psychic or something like that. You know, it's like a fringe fringe type uh, label to p- apply. But now it's I think the understanding of what it is is certainly starting to grow. Yeah. Heck, I only got into this. I was an atheist three years ago. I had literally no wow. idea what spirituality was whatsoever. That's if you would have awesome. asked me, I would have. I would not have been able to tell you like one sentence about what it was. Whoa, so that's so cool. You know, so it's it's uh, it's a it's a. I would say for the first six months to a year, even in, in kind of trying to learn meditation, all that kind yes. of stuff, I still didn't really have a good solid idea exactly. of what what spirituality really was. You know, it's only in the last like. Maybe a year, year and a half or so no, ago that yeah. that's really solidified. Same so. with me. My awakening was, was not too long ago, too. What was yeah. your awakening like, Ken? Could, could you explain? Oh, man. Well, so I was a military guy, too, like you were just talking about. Oh, I retired wow. from the Air Force three years ago. And uh, when I got out, I had kind of a similar moment. It didn't happen while I was in the military. But within three months of getting out of the military, my family moved from the United States to England. Um, so literally, like, everything that I had come to know myself as – 
um, other than a, a spouse and a parent, like everything else kind of like was torn away in a period of that, just three that's months. Awakening. Like, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Really so, awakening. so you go through this like, uh, existential crisis of, yeah. well, if I'm not all those things and what the hell am I? And then you start asking those questions and man, like, it's like shit just flows in. Like you can't help it. You just start, you just start gravitating toward, right. um, you know, the science and like philosophy. I couldn't get enough philosophy for like six months. And then I got into, um, you know, like astrophysics and all that kind of stuff. I don't have a big enough brain to understand that shit. So then I had to start <laughs> moving toward uh, like psychology and stuff like that. And that eventually led to um, to uh, some some uh, spiritual type work. So yeah, it's a it's cool though to hear like how the process is. It's different for every single person, yes. but I think that's how it's supposed to yes. be. I think yes. it's supposed to be. You know, it's not ever going to be like here's the book you need to read or here's right. the belief system you need to follow. It is you as an individual are no kidding, like growing into your own understanding of what you need. You're going to become your own guru, your own teacher exactly. as a result of going That's through this process. Point. And that, and that part about it is to me is just like the coolest aspect that we get to design our own learning program, you know, right, essentially exactly. for the rest of our lives, we get to, we get to determine what we learn and when and, and what we gravitate to. So. And awakening is yeah. always, it's never easy. It's always crazy. Like, oh, like, it's, yeah, it's a, like, it's a wild ride. It, it's so, it so is. And like, yeah, my awakening yeah. was, was kind of similar. I, I was also an atheist after I was a Christian. I kind of became an atheist. Yeah, same here. Wow. Uh, wow. Interesting. Okay. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then it, it just challenged everything, and I realized everything about my life wasn't who I really was, and, you know, relationships were just dropping like flies, you know, friends yeah. gone, girlfriend gone, and, yeah. and now it's even to the point where my family, I love them, I just can't relate to them anymore, and I'm just, yeah. I'm on such a different level of consciousness than them that I, I can't be around them all the time. And, that, and that's, I think, a very common... Um... Uh, part of the process and from what i understand like it's um it's very necessary like you almost have to you think of the uh, the ancient guru isolating himself to a cave for five or ten years or whatever to go uh meditate or what have you it's not necessarily that extreme anymore because our consciousness as a collective has has evolved to a level where that level of intensity is no longer necessary right mm -hmm. but some level of separation is absolutely needed to get you away from the yeah. former negative influences that have, have held you down for so long so yeah, cool, man. What about what about you, Fader? Um, mine was, I don't know. Mine was mostly like, I I just kept having like spurts of ideas and stuff. Like I, my it first started with August. Like I came across his. Um, his oh, cool! Woo. Already influential, brother. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I was just going through that, and I was like sending it to my friends. I'm like, you guys need to like look at all this like this is crazy. Like looking at his comments, looking at other, what other people were saying and how yeah. they were, they believed it too. And I was like, man, like, cause I've, I feel like I had always felt like something was up, like something was not right with our reality and stuff. And then just kind of seeing his posts was what really drew me to them. And then I started watching YouTube videos on yeah. um, just, uh, everything <laughs> I love it. I think we I think we yeah that's so cool I think we have to we literally have to trust our internal guidance system to direct yeah. us to what we need next you know yeah. there's nobody in this world that can sit down with you right now and tell you what you're going to need a year or two years or five years from now with regard to your um, awakening or spiritual development because it's evolutionary and it's dynamic you know yeah. so 
Um, and it's so unique. It's so cool yeah. to see how, how each individual kind of finds exactly what they need, like right when they need it. And yeah, yeah. all you got to do is just stay open and, you know, like right. the, uh, the statement from biblical and also the, um, the Quran refers to the, uh, seek and you will find what you're looking for exactly. type scenario. And that's, exactly. that's so true. So true. And I, I, I love it. Everybody has their own set time for awakening. Right. And yeah, it's the beauty of the universe. How it, how the universe will guide you to the right thing at the right time at the right moment when you're ready it's and, it's it is it's learning to let go with that um, internal need for controlling every right, detail of right. your life and just recognizing that hey look at the look at the trees look at the grass look at the birds do you think yeah. they ever stress about how their lives are going or, or whether things are going to turn out for them next day no they they operate in the moment and things are just provided for nature yeah, and we you're yeah, yeah, we're supposed to be the same way, but somehow we've uh, we've managed to to cork things up for ourselves for a while, <laughs> and now we're just getting back to our normal operational system. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a good point. We're getting back to to our our, our true state. Yeah, and yeah. our true state is oneness with with all that is. And ever since my awakening, I'm so open now. Like I I had no idea the universe can communicate to me in in these ways. And oh now, yeah! Brother. Now I'm just so open. Now I'm just give it to me, universe. Give it to me. Yeah. Now, now I'm meeting all the right people like you guys, and all the right books are coming my way. And yeah. Everything I ever wanted, you know, because because the, all my the coincidences, life, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, all my life I've always just wanted to know, and it, and I think my anxiety and my frustration and wanting to know and not getting answers was blocking me, and then mm -hmm. once once I kind of just let go. And realize that the universe will take care of it, and then now, boom! I'm I'm getting meeting the right people. I'm I'm literally a book will just appear in my face. Boom! Here it is. Read this, and I'm just like, oh yeah. yes, this is what I needed. <laughs> like, yeah, but you but you but you hit the key right there. You've got to be you've got to be specific about your intent. You've got to be open, and then you've got to be disconnected from these these specifics of the outcome. If yeah. you can achieve all those all three of those things in any type of intent or manifestation dude the world is at your fingertips right really. exactly like it, it got to a point before my awakening where i was just so frustrated with not getting answers that i gave up and then i think it was at that moment where i just gave up and it just i stopped being frustrated i stopped i stopped caring about truth at one point and then all of a sudden, yeah. boom! I got truth. <laughs> I yeah, got away. There you go. You, discon <laughs> you disconnected your your uh, your yourself from the outcome, and that's when yes. it flows in. Man, yeah. that's so yeah. cool. Perfect. Yeah. Very cool. And all we have to do really is, if you can put yourself in the mindset of, if I was literally the the creator of all of this shit, which you are, but we don't all know it yet, right? right. But if I was if I was the one that made all this. How, how would I be operating if I wanted to change things? If you can ever get yourself to the mindset of that, that's exactly how it would work, right? Mm -hmm. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't sit there stressing over every single right. thing that's going on because you know, hey, I made it and I can change it if I need to. And it's just, yeah. it just works, right? Totally. So, yeah, awesome. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Um, well, that's all the questions I have for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> No, those were great. What a what a, a very uh, diverse and dynamic uh, and and deep discussion. Wow, really, I love uh, it. I love it. You know, broad, yeah. I can't talk to the stuff about anybody you guys or with anybody you guys. You know, and, and <laughs> I, <laughs> like I'll jump at the any time to have a conversation like this. And yeah, same here. I'm open anytime. You guys want to want to do a repeat? Yeah. Well, know. I feel like whenever I try to talk to people about it, it's just usually me talking and them. <laughs> 
for me it's always just like all right this this crazy fuck again what what does he have to say <laughs> like, what does he... <laughs> it's a it's a it's a one-way conversation at this point and that may and that may be the case for a while but just realize that uh at least at least little bits of that that energy that information is getting in so <laughs> yeah I, have I have so. have confidence that your experience of truth no matter how if you're as long as you're relaying it according to your own experience and and doing it in a way that's true for you some aspect of that is being picked up and retained by the people you're talking to yeah absolutely i really hope it is because man i the only thing people want to talk about around me is goddamn Trump and goddamn Corona and, and, yeah. and they just blast yeah. politics and, and like when I hear politics, it, it it drives me nuts. I'm literally a vampire hitting sunlight. I'm like, like get away from me! Put my headphones on, blast my music up. Yeah, that's I think that's a real common uh, approach. Once you once you start to gravitate toward more subtle. Uh, levels of reality, the uh, the current manifestation symptoms of conflict and, and uh, competition and polarity and those types of things just has no appeal anymore. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it really is like living in two worlds in a in a sense in that way. Yeah, that is such a great point too. It it, it really is living in two worlds. People are stuck in this one world, and and people like us were open to to the multiverse. You know, like. Mm-hmm. There's just so much more out there, and I, I want people to know. But yeah, it's it's all a process, and and we're yeah. definitely getting there, and uh, yeah, and, and this is helping, you know. Yeah, it, it's just have, just have faith in yourself that exactly what you're doing, you are applying your intellect and your energy to communicating, getting the information out there, doing exactly what you're doing right now, dude. Your your group has grown from I think I w- I joined it was like a hundred members, and now it's almost a thousand, like yeah. a couple yeah. weeks later. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, so. The amount of people I'm just like because it it's gone up by like a hundred yeah, a, a day. lot yeah a lot of yeah. and it's it's so awesome I'm getting messages every day from people saying like I I've opened their eyes and I've changed their yeah. life. That yeah. So don't so don't don't question your impact. Like I've been doing this for three years and I, I haven't touched a thousand people in three years and you <laughs> in two weeks have have put that message out there. So, yeah. um, you know, so don't doubt yourself. Just realize that it, it's it's happening already. You put seeds in the ground that are going to grow into massive awesome. redwoods. You know, you, yeah. you literally might not have to do anything else action wise other than what's already been done to impact thousands of people. So wow. what more do you want? Really? True. True. <laughs> You want you want millions is what you're saying. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. And there's for, there's no, there's ahead. plenty of, there's plenty of time. So you know that's right. the that's the other thing is it's real easy to get um, frustrated and impatient. Lord knows I've been there so so many times over the last several years. But yeah. I think I think these types of um, interactions and discussions are probably going to help all of us a lot. The more we have them is understanding that all right, I'm not alone. Other people yeah, are, yeah. are are going through this. At least I'm not insane. Yeah, I'm not crazy. Yeah. So you know, this no, kind you, of stuff. You guys too. have no idea. Before I started voicing my myself online and on Quora, there are so many days where I'm just huddling in a corner, like oh, I'm alone. <laughs> this is madness. Yeah. Get me out of here. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So many of the uh, the channeled sources right now, I follow a lot of those, and so many of them right now are saying literally like this point in. Uh, in this year, this is the year of awakening, if you will, for humanity. And Absolutely. this 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 midpoint in this year is the point where exactly this thing, this type of thing, is going to happen. Where those of like 
uh, energy and like conscious uh, development or awareness are going to start coming together and forming groups and figuring out ways to uh, cohesively align and get that information out. So, man, it's like this is not coincidence. This is this is all pre pre-planned, but still subject to our free will. So how cool was that? Such a beautiful thing. Such a beautiful yeah. thing, guys. And yeah, I'm glad, awesome. I'm glad you guys were both My here God. to, to Yeah, without a doubt. Thanks again for the invite. Yeah, and for anybody listening, if you guys have stuff you want to say, message us and you can be on the next episode. Because it's all yeah. about just learning from each other and learning from other people's experiences, right? Instead of learning and being spoon-fed um, from our major official sources. Everybody's truth is different, and I feel like everybody has some truth that you can learn from. And it's important that we, that we talk and um, share our own personal truths and, and, and take truth and information from all avenues, right? And, and make that fit with your understanding of truth and reality. And, and that's important that we do that. So Yeah, spot on. And we, are, we, we need to realize that we are each individually capable of contributing in a very real and meaningful way to the creation of what the new paradigm of human existence is going to be as crazy as that may sound to you know to most of most of the world today like we need to recognize that that level of ability is is no longer fantasy it is here it is now and if you if you want to you want to have a voice and a and a um you know an input in the way things go jump in and get involved you know that's that's the coolest part about all this absolutely all right, well, guys, this was an amazing discussion. Thank you guys for being here, and um, yeah, we'll we'll see you guys on the next episode, both of you. Awesome, thanks, August. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Pedro. Great, great to meet you guys both, yeah, and uh, look meeting. forward to look forward to more discussions on Quora and perhaps another podcast in the future. Yeah. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks. Mm-hmm.